Welcome to 24 Shades of Blue Missing Persons Edition. I'm your host, Andy O'Brien. As of June 26, 1995, 18-year-old Holly Painter was reported missing. She was last seen leaving with two friends from her home in East York. There's suspicion surrounding her case as some details just don't add up. Sitting with me in our studio to discuss the case is Detective Sergeant Steve Smith of Toronto Homicide and Missing Persons Unit. How are you today, Steve? I'm well. How about you, Andy? Good. I appreciate you being here. Uh, we've done many episodes together. Um, this one here, um, to set the stage, what can you tell us about uh, any information that led up or events that led up to Holly's disappearance? This is a very interesting case. I mean, it's listed as a missing person, but we do believe that there was some foul play involved here. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to find Holly's body as of yet. Um, but it was June 26, 1995. Holly was 18 years of age. She wasn't living at home. She was um, residing with some friends. Uh, she had a, a good relationship with her parents still. But, the, you know, she was 18 years old. She was a little bit rebellious. Um, she may have been dabbling in the, the sex trade industry at times to make a little extra money. And unfortunately, on this day, she was last seen at the house where she was living. She went for a drive with two people, a male and a female, and she was never seen again. Uh, there were some witnesses that believed that she was in an um, altercation within a vehicle and she was trying to get out. She was pulled back into the vehicle. The people were interviewed and they said that she jumped out of the vehicle, ran away into the park. But there's a, a few other interests interesting um, turns that we can get into a little later on as well. And can you describe um, her overall appearance and, and character for the viewers? Dark hair, thin build, uh, attractive young lady, uh, good social circle, had a lot of friends, um, really enjoyed getting out and enjoying life. I mean, she was 18 years old who didn't at that age, right? So she was getting out and enjoying life. Unfortunately, some of the people that she started spending time with uh, may have not been in her best interest. And what was she wearing the last time she was seen? We believe she was wearing a shirt and just just some regular pants, uh, some jeans. Do you have any color on the shirt? Um, I don't believe that there was a collar on the shirt. But again, the, these are all variable, right? It's It's different people giving us different sources of information so we're, we're trying to piece it together we're trying to come up with an an actual fact because we we don't have video from when she disappeared and let's talk about holly a little bit she seemed very independent um at the age of 18 i believe she was living on her own can you speak to a little bit about her uh, independence and her, her overall lifestyle yeah definitely i mean she was still trying to go to school she was still trying to get a, an education um but she also enjoyed going out and, and enjoying the fruits of life um making money basically any way that she could. She didn't like the rules at home, unfortunately. And I mean, a lot of kids go through that, right? Where they don't like the, the rules at home. So they decide they're going to go out on their own. And it becomes a little bit tougher to support yourself without a, a job and trying to go to school. So, you know, somehow she's she ended up hanging out with some people that were a little bit nefarious. And let's talk a little bit more about the the car. So there were, could we talk about the accounts, uh, the individuals who had said that they've, they noticed her getting in a car, fleeing from the car and going into the park. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, about those individuals and their accounts. 
the information that was provided was from the two people that she was traveling with at the time or believed to be traveling with at the time. They admitted that she was in her vehicle and they said that she tried to jump out and run away. Some other people that were in and around the area at the time saw an altercation in the vehicle, saw a young girl try to get out. They can't say definitively that it was Holly, but we believe it probably was. And it kind of meshes the story, you know, it was always somewhere in between. They believe she was trying to get out of the vehicle and was, was hauled back in the vehicle and the vehicle drove away. So the individuals driving that vehicle, did you guys have an opportunity to interview those individuals? So we did. We interviewed them a number of times. Um, one ended up being deported to um, England and he was charged and convicted of sexual offenses in England. The other, the young lady uh, still lives in Toronto. We've tried to speak to her on numerous occasions and uh, she has obtained a lawyer and, and refuses to speak to us in regards to this. We believe that she knows exactly what happened to Holly, but she won't provide us that information, unfortunately. And the fellow over in England, he's not talking. He's a, a career criminal. He's he's not the type of person that's going to readily admit to something that he did. But an interesting thing with these people is that they used her cards over in the U.S. So they Her credit card. Her credit cards. They they traveled through Niagara Falls into the U.S. and they had used her cards in the U.S. and I believe it, they got out as far as New Brunswick. Unfortunately, we didn't have video of who was using the, the cards out in New Brunswick. Was there any DNA from the car or was there any type of lead from the vehicle? So unfortunately, there was no blood or anything that would have led us to believe that something had happened in the vehicle. As far as DNA, I mean, it was in its infancy at the time, but her DNA would have been in the vehicle because we knew she was in the vehicle and they placed her in the vehicle. So just having her DNA in the vehicle doesn't really give us a lead. We know that she was in that vehicle at some point. Where it comes into question is they said that she jumped out and ran away. Another interesting point is a couple days after she was reported missing, her parents received a note on their door that was supposedly handwritten um, by Holly saying, that's it. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm, I'm running away. I'm gone. Um, but we don't believe that Holly actually wrote that note. We believe it was, it was a bit of a cover up. So, I mean, there's a lot of interesting twists to this case. So that may have been a staged note by the individual that had taken Holly that we believe were last with her. Yeah. And who do you believe took Holly and why would they use the cards and, and talk to us a little bit about that? I mean, it's hard to dissect the mind of somebody that's been involved in, in an event like this. Um, we don't really know what happened. It may have been a sexual assault. Holly may have fought back and she may have been killed in the interim. Right. Um, they may not have meant to kill her, but it may have been a result of, what was going on in that vehicle at the time or wherever they had taken her to. Um, so we don't really know where her body is. She could still be alive. We don't have evidence to suggest that she isn't because we haven't recovered her body. So she could, there are a lot of options. Um, but we believe in this one. And these, this is one of the very few that we'd say that we actually believe that there was some foul play involved. And we believe we know the individuals. Unfortunately, uh, those individuals aren't talking to us. If we can find the body, the, the body could actually tell the tale of from a DNA perspective of who did this to Holly potentially. That's huge in these older miss, missing persons. Um, if we are able to find the bodies now, the changes in science have come so far. Uh, all we need is a pinhead of DNA, of offender DNA, of blood, of any sort of bodily fluid. 
and we can utilize modern day techniques to put that to people. So if we're able to find bodies of people that disappeared years ago, especially when DNA wasn't the way it is today, there's a good chance that the offender would have left his DNA on her body. So that would give us a great chance to be able to prove that something had happened to her. If we're able to determine a cause of death, we're able to determine who actually committed this offense. Let's take a little bit of a look at the pictures that we have here of the scene and, and let's discuss them. Can you speak to the uh, the pictures that we have here? The picture that you see on the screen, it's, it's obviously, it's a, a gray house, a, a two-story, no garage. There seems to be a carport, a couple cars in the driveway, front entrance. This is where Holly was living at the time. Um, she may or may not have been living with the people that she was driving around with. Uh, but we do know that she was here right before her disappearance, or it was one of the last places that she was seen as well as in the vehicle. And let's talk a little bit about there are neighbors on both sides of the street and beside the home. So if there was a struggle in, in a car, certainly somebody potentially could have seen something. Yeah, we don't believe that the struggle was actually at the house. We believe that she willingly went in the car, um, whatever, whether they were planning to go somewhere, whether there was a, a bit of a ruse to get her in the vehicle. But we believe that she willingly got in the vehicle and they drove off. And up a few intersections on the roadway was where things started to go badly, whether there was an argument, whether there was a fight, whether there was a disagreement between two of the people in the vehicle. Obviously, we're not really sure what happened. And the people that were in the vehicle aren't providing us uh, proper accounts of what happened. Um, so we really don't know what happened at that time. And I think just to sum the case up here, what can the public do to help with the investigation? Somebody knows something. Um, we know for sure that there's somebody in Toronto that does know what happened to Holly or at least could give us some leads as to what happened to Holly. Um, if she was just there and this person that she was with did something to Holly. Uh, we, we're looking for her information. We aren't looking to prosecute her unless she was a part, party to the offense. But if she was just kind of afraid for her life as well, and she can provide us the information of where Holly's body is or what happened that day and, and how Holly ended up where she ended up, because we don't know where that is, um, th that's what we're looking for. And if members of the public were made aware of this through these people. I mean, these people may have been bragging about what they did or, or, or where they went, um, or they may have been in certain social circles where people may know. And that's the information we're looking for. And only you, the public, can help with this case. So we need people to come forward um, and help bring closure for the family. Thank you very much for joining us, Steve. Always great having you. Thank you. 